0: And welcome back everybody, it's episode 44 of Benching and Bullshitting tonight, and uh, really happy to be here, and we have a uh, pretty good week so far, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about it, talk about training before I get into, obviously, uh, questions and things like that, so, but yeah, uh, so training this week's been, kind of, this weekend's been a little different for me, just with lack of, we've, we've had a lot of people out for various reasons, because people have lives, I get that, uh, so, but uh, we started out the week with uh, Tuesday. I've this past week is always a back day, always a back day on Tuesdays. Me and Chris hit back real fucking hard and, uh, always good. Always. I actually go into the gym on a back day and I almost dread the workout because it's going to be that damn hard. So, um, you know, so, uh, Tuesday back workout was great. Uh, a lot of shrugging. Uh, we do a lot of traps, a lot of lats, a lot of rowing motions, things like that. Just a normal. Uh, bench press stuff. Uh, Wednesday, what do I do on Wednesday? I had a decent PR on Wednesday. Now I'm good. I'm kind of, I was getting, getting over a little bit of a cold Wednesday. That sucked. Wednesday was not good. Um, we found out. Uh, so we live in a very small apartment, about 460 square foot and we have animals. So we like to keep the windows open, put a fan in the window, get fresh air circulating, which is fantastic. But it also drives my allergies through the fucking roof. And from Saturday, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, about four or five days prior to Wednesday, I hadn't slept I a fucking wink, And I, I have a CPAP and I wasn't fucking sleeping because I was up all night just taking my my uh, my mask off and rubbing my face and just draining. Wake up in the morning. If I finally slept, pull the mask off and then immediately my nasal passages close up and I start draining. I'm, just, I'm sneezing. It's not like one sneeze. It's like 20 in a row. I My mean, nasal passages are just fucking pissed. So, um, <laughs> but come to find out, because we have the windows open, like, yeah, it's great to get fresh air in here and everything. This 460 square foot little fucking space we have. But it also brings in all of the pollen, all of the dust, all the things I'm fucking allergic to, all the things from outdoors I'm allergic to. Uh, on top of, I'm allergic to pet dander. And Stuff like that. So um, a very broad list of things that I can't really be breathing in. Um, So we after it was Tuesday night, I think Tuesday night, we finally got our we have two air purifiers uh, of which have been out of commission for a while because we haven't had filters for them. The the HEPA, the HEPA filters that go in those things that actually do the filtering of all the of the uh, uh, contaminants and allergens and germs and stuff. We finally got brand new ones, slapped them in there, and pretty much uh, had two air purifiers fires going at full bore all night. And I finally went to fucking sleep. So I had a pretty good day Wednesday. Uh, Floor press. No more windows open for the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, so windows open. Uh, Anyway, we did floor press on Wednesday. I put an insert on, and I was doing floor press. I only had Joe there, Joe, the gym owner, Joe Strata, and he's my middle handoff guy for all my big benches, uh, at least in the gym, uh, at meets and stuff, he can't always travel because he has two kids, one on the way, I think, a third one on the way, running the gym, can't do it. What's going on, guys, on YouTube? Thanks for hopping on here. I got Alex, Tim, Thomas, Paul. How's he, How you guys doing? Um, I ended up going up, I only went up to 900 pounds hit it for five reps with very deliberate pauses on the floor like a floor press is supposed to be done made a small video about it uh for youtube on my channel talking about like why i floor press why i lay on a mat what are those blocks doing underneath underneath the plates things like that so not 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 the best performs i've ever done on the floor um I've done 1,005 for a triple is my best floor press performance. So 900 for five is cool. I don't think I've done – even though I've done 1,000 for three, I've not done 900 for more than three. So doing it for two extra reps was actually pretty good. I was really happy with that. And poor Joe had to hand off by himself. My idea was I was going to come in before all the fucking teenagers, all the high schoolers came in, do my main benching. By the time all those fuckers flood the gym – and my guys get in, my main work will be done and then I can just help them bench and hit my accessory work. The timing didn't work. <laughs> uh, so I should have just came in normal time. That would have worked out better or like slightly later. And that would have been just as fine. So, but uh, and I'll get to, I'll get to everybody as soon as we're done with the week. Um, but yeah, so Wednesday, I mean, technically rep PR with 900 pounds on the floor. Pretty cool. Floor press is fucking hard, man. <laughs> Very fucking difficult move. Um, Thursday was just I had to go in in the morning. I was still kind of, kind of that the half better half of a cold I was getting over it, plus the allergies. So I went in in the morning, did my forearms and rear delts, and then uh, Saturday was kind of cool, but I knew we were going to be shorthanded, so uh, I knew that Zach was going to be out, Paul, Ryan, Taylor, Cam, Dean. Uh Chris, we're all gonna be out. Like, okay, cool. So I should have Owen and Joe. What can I do with two guys? And then uh, Dean happened to pop in at the at the last minute, and we're not the last minute, but like surprise, I'm here. I'm like, oh shit, dude. He called out of work. So um I didn't divert from my original plan, which was to do uh, heavy dead stop press. The way I do dead stop press is starting from the top, like a normal bench press, get a handoff come down to the pins and completely deload on the pins about an inch from touching, maybe three quarters of an inch from touching, completely pause dead stop on the pins and then press. I'm not crawling underneath the bar and then trying to set up with the bar already on the pins. I don't do it that way. You can do it that way. I don't hit did my first thousand pound dead stop press. I did three reps with a thousand five dead stop on the pins. Never done that before. That was kind of cool. And then I hit accessory work, triceps, yada yada yada. Then we squatted today, but I don't want to talk about squats. <laughs> they're, they're, they were squats, so uh, always, always good progress uh, on the squats and full power and all that good stuff. But I'm not at all. It was a good workout. There we go. All right, that was the week. A uh, couple of PRs there: dead stop press, floor press. Uh, then this coming weekend, when we have all of our crew back. Um, then I got my kilos this weekend or this coming weekend. Then we'll be, we'll be good to go going really fucking heavy on the bench. So I got Alex over here on YouTube. What's up? How you doing, Tim? Uh, Thomas, hope you're doing good. I'm doing well. You're doing well. Paul offer. What's up, man. Thomas says, Oh, floor press. I tried that since like two or three years ago, again, this week with the supercharged Ram. Man, does that feel weird? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. Adding a piece onto the floor press really changes the dynamic and it's very fucking difficult to do. Any tips for that floor press? I can get my triceps barely to the ground, even with 360 in the super room. Um, yeah. So the thing is too, it's like people are like, well, your el- your elbows aren't touching the floor. It's like, well, no shit. My triceps are going to hit the floor before my elbows ever do, you know? So as soon as my triceps hit the floor and I'm deloaded, I, I press, I'm not waiting. I'm not going to try to impossibly place my elbows on the floor um tips uh just just do it more often it it, it is hard to do Uh, you might need more weight if it's not touching um might need to put more weight on the bar that's my bad that's my best answer Uh, i don't know if that's like a max effort for you or if it's like reps but i would say just put more weight on the bar just be patient you gotta learn patience in the bottom of an equipped bench people kind of panic When they get down to the bottom and it won't touch, they start panicking. Like you have to have patience. That sounds so stupid, especially under max load, but it's the truth. Have patience. On Instagram, Christian, your thoughts of one arm barbell row, John Meadows, Meadows rows, Matt Brooks, what's up? (laughs) Uh, To billing back muscles for bench press. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Meadows row just because you're limited on the weight. Now it is, you know, it is for the sake of variety, I I guess that that'd probably be fine. Uh, But I don't, I don't prefer meadows rows because I cannot load up the weight. Now for like building muscle, there's probably more, uh, there's probably more potential there as opposed to something like a, like a pen lay row is more for strength. Meadows row would be good for, for, uh, for building muscle. But I I don't personally use the meadows row for building back muscles for bench. I just feel like there's better things out there. Again, Matt Brooks, thanks for hopping on here, man. Paul Offer, sorry I'm not going to be able to do the meet in July. My body right now is not allowing me to do what I want to do right now. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Paul. Um, hope you get it. I hope it's uh, nothing serious. I hope you're just doing uh, doing your thing. and You got time, dude. You, you're young. <laughs> you got plenty of time to hit meets up. Don't worry about it. I'll see you, I'll see you in the next one thomas says the 360 was a top set of three okay well my best full touch and supercharged ram was 450 for a single and off of a one board 470 i believe for a single and the two board 495 two by two okay something long okay not sure if those numbers like match up to one another well your, your floor press should definitely be lower like significantly lower than your than your normal bench because you are taking the legs completely out of the motion You are dead stopping on the floor, or you should be dead stopping on the floor, and you're breaking up the eccentric concentric chain. Not to sound too conjugate, but that's what it's doing. Um, It's not quite the deadlift for bench press. It's very close, but similarly, a deadlift with a floor press dynamic would be like you pick the bar up out of a rack, you take a couple of steps back with it, and then you get a big breath. You go down to the floor touch and pause and go like that's kind of similar so it's not exactly this it's not like a deadlift for bench press but it's very close um but yeah that, that makes sense 360 was a top set of three yeah i mean it should be you you should it should be a lot lower than your normal bench is what i'm saying because it is a lot a much harder movement uh, let's see here floor pressing to me is like the box squat of benching that's a better way to put it matt thank you So, yeah, that was pretty awesome. I was really happy with that. I wanted to go up to that grand and, like, repeat that performance. So, I hadn't floor pressed in probably, like, floor pressed equipped in probably, like, four or five months prior to Wednesday. So, I wanted to go back up to a grand and hit it for at least a triple or maybe get a really convincing, like, good single, like, pause single on the floor. But, again, I – it's a lot to ask for anybody to hand off a lot of my weights, but for Joe to hand off 900 by himself, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go up. So instead of going up in weight, I just thought, okay, I've tripled this before. Let's just try to get five for a for a rep PR, and that's that's what we did. So um, the floor press is definitely harder. Now that I've done both in the same week, I can definitely say floor pressing is much harder. Then dead stop pressing. Now, obviously, the dead stop bench—you have your legs involved. You're you're on a bench, so you still have the lower body engagement. So that would be probably the main reason why um, it, it is much easier than a floor press. But holy shit, <laughs> that's why it doesn't make sense when I see. It, it could just be lack of knowledge. They're new. I don't know. But uh, when I see like a, a kid throwing like boxes down like I'm talking like boxes down on the floor like in front of the bench to put their feet on I'm like and they're struggling with the weight and I'm like bro like the closer you bring your legs to your shoulders and playing with the the line of pressing the harder it's going to be you want your legs to be down here to engage if you're up here that you take the legs out of it so don't do that (laughs) oh Paul What's going on? That's a beastly handoff to do alone. Nine hundred pounds. Yes, it is. And Joe Strata is a, a very strong man. Uh, congrats, Paul. Just saw your your fucking beastly uh, seven forty four squat and your seven oh five. What'd you pull? Six seventy two. The deadlift, fucking animal. That seven eleven will be there. I've seen you pull that in the gym before. So congrats on that. You took a token bench. What are you doing? <laughs> What's up with that? No, I'm happy for you. That's fantastic, Tim. Oh, you're okay. You guys are having a conference. yeah. PR with 850. <laughs> Tim says I PR with 850. You know something, Jimmy does for 50 reps. Not quite, not quite. But uh, but thank you. <laughs> Thomas says, would you say four press is a better alternative than legs up or a Larson press? I do. I'm not a big fan of the Larson press. I really am not. I never have. I can guarantee this both just coming to you as a man, but also my patrons have never seen it before. I have not once in my entire career done a Larson press. I find no value in it at all. I will floor press. I will dead stop press. The Larson press does not make sense in my brain, which is why I won't do it. I'm not saying to never do it, but I just don't. I just don't do it. Let's see. Paul says, I wanted to, I wanted the gas to try the national record on the deadlift. Total it wasn't going to be there. Okay, that makes sense. Makes sense. Good performance anyway, man. I got to squat like you. <laughs> I got to squat well like you. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I got to catch up here. I'm going to try to keep up with you guys. Okay. Uh, Maurice says, I have used all of bench bands. I want to try supercharged Ram. What percentage approximately could you, I expect to increase also where do you adjust band on your elbow? Uh, hmm. Let's see. That's, in, that's a very interesting question. Percentage approximately. Could I expect to increase? I don't know. I mean, what it depends on what you're currently using. Uh, if you're using a Widowmaker, maker or I don't know what kind of model you're using currently. I kind of fell out of favor of the supercharged Rams in favor of, uh, the F-8 Widowmakers. So I, I just I can't really say much about the supercharged RAM anymore. They're comparable. They're a more complicated construction, which is why I kind of fell out of favor too. They're just it's a flat chest plate with two arm cuffs sewn on each side. It's just it's more complicated. It's more things could go wrong. They're good pieces, but I just I'm using the f 8s from this point forward. But it, it is a nice piece. I used it for a very, very long time. Uh, my one that I have, I just, I just donated it to the gym after five years of use. So they do last a while. You'll get a lot of use out, a lot of highway miles out of it. One rep max. What's up? Just noticed I'm not in your Patreon anymore. My card probably got declined. It'll be, it's okay. I'll be back. Oh, thanks. One rep max. Appreciate you, bud. (laughs) Had a good week, dude. I was just talking about the workouts. Uh, got the floor press PR with 900 on, uh, Wednesday, five reps, which, you know, it's whatever. It's not the heaviest weight I've ever done on a floor press. And then my dead stop presses with a grand on Saturday. Um, it's one of those situations where I did, I called for three. I did three, but it was surprisingly easier than I thought it was going to be. That's my 10 rep max on the, the full range, like just normal bench press. So using my peripherals, when I saw Joe above me, um, I saw him getting prepared for me to like, keep going. Cause normally I'll do that. I'll call for three and I'll do seven or eight or 10. So I saw him get prepared for it. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I just racked it. I'm like, nope, we're done. Um, I called three and I, that's all I'm going to do is three. It was a very hard set. My nose is going crazy. Uh, allergies, man. So, uh, but it was good. Uh, good week and squats were good today too. I was, I, I'm really happy with the squat progress as well. So, um, I don't know if I was born out in uh, Montana, Gallatin Valley, big sky country. And then uh, I didn't even know what allergies were. And I moved to Ohio at the age of eight or nine. Uh, Parents did the, you know, just the, 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 the classic, you know, divorce. And she got custody of us kids, took us back home to Ohio. And from that point forward from eight till now on the East coast, I've had allergies ever since. Oh, it's terrible. But, uh, so yeah, good week. Hope you all are having a fantastic week as well. But well, what's, come, what's come coming? Uh, I've got, whew, we are stacked for June, July, and August. Holy fuck. Let's see. I've got two seminars coming up in June, possibly two in June. And I've got one in Chesapeake next Monday. I've got one up here in Ashburn, but I don't have a date yet. Uh... I've got a meet I'm judging in York. I've got a the Dallas Fit Expo. I'm going down there. Me and are going down to that one. I've got another meet I'm judging in August. That is Doug Smithy's. I'm doing a seminar there as well. And I've got my meet in July. So I'm I'm stacked. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a while. Go. I got two allergy comments let's see pierce says hello jimmy have you tried zyrtec d for your allergies i not over the counter so you have so you have to ask the pharmacist for it yeah um i have the uh i have the over the counter version of zyrtec So i've got a green little lid looks like a zyrtec bottle but it's not i have been using that and i've also got the nasal spray which is comparable to like uh what's the what's the what's the What's one of the uh most uh popular ones? Claritin or uh yeah, I forget one of the nasal sprays. I've got both. I've been using both. And then Thomas says about allergies, you should look into Methionine. Methionine, as I told you before, Joe Sullivan might be able to advise you a little on it as well, point you in the right direction for at least. I've never heard of that. Or maybe you've told me before. I totally fucking forgot. Yeah, <laughs> um, I do. It's it's been it's been a part of my fucking life. Like I said, since since I was eight years old. As soon as I moved to the east and left that low that high elevation and went to the low elevation, allergies have plagued me ever since. So, ironically, every time I would go back out to Montana, because I had to go out there by court order for a while to visit dad, <laughs> but uh, the, the the allergies would disappear the entire summer. I, I couldn't tell you the elevation of the Gallatin Valley. I just know it's, it's in the Rockies, so it's very fucking high up. So I, I, but, I, but, yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> oh, man, terrible, terrible, terrible. And Virginia's no better, which is where we're at now. Oof, Jesus Christ. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But, you know, coming up in this next week, though, um, it's going to be a fun fucking weekend next week. Uh, we're going to go really fucking heavy. I have to go as heavy as I can a little more often. I've been doing this new thing where I go two weeks heavy, one week light. And I don't like doing that. I, I don't. I don't like using the word deload. That's what it is. But I'm getting a little bit older. I'm 33 almost. And uh, it's just I, I have to pay attention to my body. But going heavy every single weekend for months and years on end it's not working anymore. I have to, I have to deal. So two weeks on one week off has been working. I'm getting PRs again on those two off on those two on weeks. So uh, this coming weekend, if I've got a full crew then we are going to go really fucking heavy, like very fucking heavy. So looking forward to it. And then the, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday workouts are always good. There's okay. I can't, I can't complain about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, except for the crowds, of course at night. Everything equipped. What's up? The best thing to do when your allergies are up is to jump under some big ass weight. The pressure will clear your nose for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wednesday, like I said, like I was not expecting to go even to 900. I started doing my warm ups. Uh, everything was going like everything was flying, like flying up and uh, went well. And yeah, went went pretty heavy that day. Squatted today, but we couldn't go very heavy. I had I was with Dino. and He was there to run the lift for me. That's all. I, we didn't have any spotters or anything. Couldn't go super heavy. Thomas says, pretty sure you forgot. I'm sure I did. I tend to do that. But try getting a hold of Joe or Dr. Ken Kanakin, whom also hosts Swiss. That's how I know. Methionine works. Oh, I'm saying that right. Very well for allergies. I'm actually going to the Swiss, by the way. He invited me. Dr. Ken uh, invited me to. Do something there, speak there. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yet, but he invited me, so I might be at the Swiss <laughs> two-day event, pretty sure. Dirty Bird says, thanks again for the advice on the F8 four ply shirt. No problem. Now I gotta man up and handle the pressure at the bottom. Yeah, yep. It's uh it's only gonna get heavier from this point forward. That's <laughs> that's just the way it works. You know, get used to the pressure. Your body can adjust to anything over time. It's really fucking cool. How the human body works. Uh, so if you, yeah, you just, you'll get used to it. But I always tell people like, it's only going to get heavier from this point. You know, like when I first, when I got my first thousand pound bench in, uh, March of 2020, you know, that was just pretty insane. And the the training I was doing to get there, and the weights I was handling to get to that bench, it was 1035 was, was my first thousand pound bench, not even a thousand flat 1035 was my first thousand pound bench. Um, and the training I was doing to get to that point handling like above 1035, which was, had been the goal weight for the past like three meets. and so I bombed out of every single one of them. And uh, yeah, and those pressures were insane. Now I was still in uh, poly shirts, so it was a little bit different. Um, but now I'm trying to hit 1,400 pounds in a couple months in the meet. So, and the, and the pressures are even higher. I mean, it's just, it's just adaptation over time. Pierce says in your deload situation, have you tried to utilize a heavy dumbbell workout in order to go heavy without deloading? So I, the only thing I, I do when I say deload, what I'm saying is I'm just not benching heavy. So I'm not putting a shirt on. If I do put a shirt on like this past deload week, which was this past Saturday, um, like eight days ago, I went up to 700 pounds and two sets of five full range. That was it. That's all I did. Um, I do everything else though. I do dumbbell work, hypertrophy work, heavy triceps. I do everything except bench the heavy fucking weights, which gives me a break for my uh, my forearms and obviously the CNS. So I'm still doing other things. I'm just not. I'm just not benching heavy. Bill added reverse grip bench presses. Awesome. And dead stop, tricep extensions to my training, uh, to my favorites. Leading up to a meet last weekend, beat my competition bench PR after being stuck for five years. No shit. Well, that's awesome, dude. Fucking fantastic. Congratulations. Wow. You, be, you beat your PR after five fucking years? That's incredible. Holy shit. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm, that has made my night. That is fucking great. That is excellent. Uh, let's see everything equipped says, what are we going to see a YouTube video of you showing us all of your shirts? Oh, it's be a long video. I've got, <laughs> and the thing is too, a lot of my guys, a lot of my training partners also have some of my equipment too. Um, Chris has a shirt inserts. Brian's got one, two or three of my polys, like my boss shirt and a double ply katana. Oh boy. Who else? Paul's got one of my F sixes. I've, I've, I've given a lot. Like let these guys borrow a lot of my my shirts too. So I don't know. That'd be an inter- interesting video. If there's like demand for, it, if somebody wants to see that, I'll I'll, I'll make a YouTube video for it. Zuki four twenty four is on here. What's up, man? Alex and hey, Jimmy, I got to play in that Widowmaker we talked about earlier this week. Oh damn, how'd that go? Let me see, let me hear about it. Tony is on here. Ah, I got it right on the first try this week. I got in heavy tricep extensions. Again, the last two weeks, elbow, elbows hate me this weekend that it's time to back off. I'm in the exact same boat you are. And I had to accept the fact, like, you know, I was going heavy, heavy, heavy on the tricep floor extensions. And then all of a sudden it's all, they just started hurt. My left one started pissing me off and, and hurting. I'm like, Fantastic. Now I can't, now I can't go heavy on these. I got to work around it. Um, So you, you definitely, if it's been two weeks, yeah, definitely back off and start working around it. Do other things. Don't do heavy extensions off the floor for a while to get those elbows, not pissed off. Thomas says solid bill also broke my training PR by five pounds for two singles. A few weeks ago, reverse grip, bench press and tricep mayhem Yeah, for the win. Still can't keep my, Ass down on the pad though. Yeah, that, that tends to be a, a common uh, a common thing with, with competitive benching. But great, man. I'm seeing a lot of reverse grip bench <laughs> shout outs and stuff. That's fantastic. I tell everybody, bench backwards. Your body will thank you and so will your bench progress. Alex went good. Had to shut it down after 405. My barbell is slightly bent, but you can very much feel it around 400 mark. Ooh, that sucks but it was the easiest 405 ever. Also PR prior to that on a reverse grip bench press. Fantastic. <laughs> Super good. That's uh, that's fantastic, man. Very, very good. Bench 1400. Yes, that is the plan. That is the plan of course. Uh, but yeah, so in order to do that, obviously I got to handle it more. Um, the last time I handled it, it was the, I had, it was, it was, let me see. It was, about four weeks ago, I went up to 1,400 pounds for the first time since about December of last year, and it was humblingly fucking heavy. It was very fucking heavy. So um, I was like, "Wow!" But but again, given the I mean, six months it was the last time I had handled it, so that was to be expected. But uh, so this coming weekend, that's the plan to go up that heavy again. So Rob is currently working on one of my shirts. Oh, man. If you're listening to the audio. <laughs> my nose is, of course, acting up as soon as I get on camera. But uh, Rob is currently working on one of my shirts. Uh, the blue shirt that I, I use all the time that everybody sees me in. Can't wait to see that live in person. <laughs> Can't wait to meet you, Paul, in person. <laughs> uh, he's working on it because I finally told him, I'm like, Rob, I've been Fucking with this shirt for a year and I cannot get it's, it's too stiff. It is too much, even for me. Um, it's four layers of extremely stiff material. So I sent it back to him. We kind of put our heads together. And I said, just take two layers out and replace it with two layers stretchy. So I'll have two layers super stiff, two layers stretchy. That'll be more manageable. I can get a weight down. So hopefully, hopefully, um, yeah, that'll work. I think I have a good feeling that'll work. George, I feel reverse grip bench a lot and my front delts along with triceps and pecs. Is that normal? Um, you should feel it more just in triceps. It takes the shoulders out of it for the most part and um, it, takes, it takes stress away from the pecs. So George, what you should do um, if you're not already doing it, you want to think of it as a tricep extension towards your legs. So don't try to bench like in a straight line, like or, or like a, with a slight cant over your face. You have to push in a straight line, as if you are pushing the bar towards your legs, and that turns the triceps on a lot more. So if you're filling in the pecs and the delts, you might be pushing too much, like straight up or slightly back towards the face. You need to push straight towards the legs to make it a tricep dom- more tricep dominant movement. Uh, let's see. Do you ever train to see how light you can touch in a shirt? If so, why, if not, why not? Uh, depends on the situation. Uh, most of the time. No. Uh, if I'm trying to do a rep PR, the last weight I can touch in a shirts, like a grand, I stood that for 10 reps a few, couple of weeks ago. Um, no, I just, it's, 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 there's no need to do that. I'm not going to a meet to see how much to to see how light I can touch. I'm going to a meet to bench as much weight as possible. So that's kind of why I don't have no need to figure out what the lightest I can weight I can touch with. Now, the only situation where that does apply is like at the Arnold where they have the last man standing that I did this year where you have to open at like this year's opener was 750. So I had to make sure I could get 750 down with a very non aggressive shirt. But that's the only situation where I would find out how much. Lightweight I could touch. Otherwise, it's it's all heavy. Pierce says I'm going to purchase some wrist wrist, wrist straps from Anderson Power. Any advice on wrist straps for a guy who benches 225? I think you're referring to wrist wraps, not straps. Uh, straps are what like strongman would use around a deadlift barbell. You're talking about wrist wraps. Uh, if you're benching 225 for wrist wraps, I would suggest 24 inch or 36 inch uh KLA 2000 or 2500s so you can decide for yourself if you want uh god my fucking nose if you want uh 24 inch or 36 inch 24 would probably be enough uh, for that level of benching but the 2000 2500 is going to give you a nice stretch but also you can cast it more if you want to um so I, I would suggest one of those two of course and over here Yeah, Tony says, KLA 5000s are my go-to. They're my go-to as well. (laughs) But for someone, if you're benching 225, I'd say you need something that's a little more wrist wraps. Yeah, KLA, so that's Kilo, Lima, Alpha, KLA, from Anderson Powerlifting, uh, KLA 2000s or 2500s. They're both uh, lime green with a black stripe. Um, And, of course, if you want to use the code right there, Colbstrong. When you go to Anderson Power and it gets you 10% off. And Mike's on here. What's up? And George, that makes sense. You said, okay, good. Yeah. Push towards your legs, extend towards your legs. And I am backed up. Matt Brooks, I love that black and blue thing you got going on with your shirt. Yeah, that was actually the inner two layers that Rob took out. He just sent that back to me. He thought, you know, I'm assuming you could probably, you know, train with this or use this in some way, shape, or form. So he just sent it back. Instead of trashing it, he just sent it back to me to use as a separate piece. Oh, my God. Itch. Uh, Maurice, with the supercharged ram, where should I adjust in regards to my elbows? So, because it's a training piece and because you can't compete with it, it's just meant for training. I always just kept it on my elbows. I never cared about it being above, like having the elbow show like a shirt. If it's on your elbows, that's fine. The further down, like the f- further down it goes, the more you're going to get out of it. The higher it goes, like up towards your armpit, the less it's going to give you. But it was always on my elbows because it's a training piece and it's a training lift and I don't care. And yeah, Pierce, you're welcome there. Yeah. Coldstrong at AndersonPowerFan.com is a code you can use to get 10% off anything in the store except for the F8 Sportcraft barbell. That's the only item that the discount is not applied to. Matt Brooks. I know Doug told me he does better with a two-ply with a two-play insert than a sewn-together four-ply because it allows more flexibility. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of that, but that's not the only... My way is not the only way to do things, you know? If that works for Doug, and Doug has a 500-kilo bench on the books, that's fantastic. It's just not... that's not how I, I don't like the the moving around of all the layers, how they could move around. I prefer to have it all solid one piece construction. That's how I like to wear my shit. Let's see. Alex felt confident with 455 in my hands aside from the bar being bent. Yeah. A bent bar sucks. Going to have to get a new bar. Yes, I do. A bent barbell is just never a good thing. It always sucks. Always sucks to lift with. Um, I, I hate, I hate that. The only time a bent barbell is good when you're squatting with one of the kabuki uh, duffalo bars. Oh, my God, man. I don't know what's going on here. Matt Brooks says that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like, you know, you going down there and benching with him and learning stuff is fucking perfect. So, um, you know, you learn from everybody. If he likes doing that, you try that and you get success out of it. Fucking do it, you know. There's a lot of ways to be successful in the sport. So learn from everybody. It's cold of Colbstrong, Yes, that is me. So, but uh, I mean, I'm excited, man, for this meet coming up. Um, I've been excited for meets before. I mean, Jim meet was fucking amazing. Of course, I got the biggest bench of my life so far. Um, took a month off of the heavy stuff. Competed at the Arnold. Did really well at the Arnold. Won the Arnold. You know a thousand pounds. I was pretty, pretty excited for that. Um, I thought I was always gonna have the uh, the conditioning to do all those singles. I did six lifts in a row, I think 758, 859, 950, a thousand. Yeah, six lifts in a row. Um, but uh, that month off, I don't, I don't want to say I took that month off like I, I sat at the house and never went to the gym. Like I was still in the gym. I took off of the heavy weights. I didn't go above. I don't even think I touched a thousand pounds between um, after my meet on February 6th in the Arnold. I think I only went to like 900 at one point. That was it. But I knew I didn't have to prep very much for the Arnold. I just have to make sure like that my... Configurations were like in line, but uh, that month off, shit, did me some good. Like, actually, did me some good. Unbelievable how good it went. Like Louis said, there's a million different ways to skin a cat. You know, a lot of ways to get strong, a lot of ways to get be successful. Alex, also, I was only able to use the one loop. I tried getting the ring finger to the rings on the bar with the two loop, but it started hurting my side delt. What would help with that stronger side delts? No, what, what needs to happen is when you put that double loop on, okay, and you're got your hands on the bar and you're doing all your setup and you're arching and your p- shoulder blade pinching or whatever, you, it is not your job to get your own hands out. If, if your side delt is hurting because you're trying to get your hand out, that's not right. Have your center guy push your hands out you should not be trying to get it out yourself if you're trying to do that on top of that you run the risk of trying to fight the material and get over then your shoulder blades going to come unpinched so when you're laying there on the bench getting set up your job is to keep your shoulder blades pinched to make that conscious effort while your handoff guy is pushing your hands out for you to maximum grip that is not your job So just make sure you're doing that. Um, Yeah, don't. Now, now, stronger delts, particularly rear delts, is always a good thing for heavy benching. uh, But you should not be trying to make stronger side delts in order to help get your hands out. Have your training partner do that for you. At Brooks, I always liked taking two to four weeks off after a meet just for the simple fact that what goes up must come down. I found that to be truly physical as well as mentally after a meet. There you go. Absolutely. You all have center guys. Yeah, Toby, Mr. Benches 700 pounds alone in his garage, handing off to himself. <laughs> oh, man, I cannot fucking do this. Oh, God. This hasn't happened all night, and then all of a sudden it's just fucking happening. So, But, yeah, Alex, for real, that's what you need to do uh, put that double loop back on and your hand, your handoff guy needs to push your hands out. Like put one hand on your wrist and one hand on your, the pit of your elbow and push your arm out. And I promise it will get out there and it'll be fucking rad. Um, but yeah, dude. So after this meet in July, whatever number I end up, end up with, uh, the entire month of August, I'm going to be off. Now I will be down at that meet Matt Brooks, uh, at, at, uh, Doug Smithy's meet. Of course, we already got the Airbnb booked. Thank you to Doug Smithy, of course. Um, But uh, I'm not going to lift heavy. We might actually spend some time up in Ohio uh, to celebrate, you know, whatever big lift I end up with uh, up at home uh, with the family and uh, people up there and friends. Um, So we might be in Ohio for a week or two, come down in North Carolina, do the seminar, conduct the competition, of course, judge it. Uh, and then be off the rest of the month. So it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> George, I've noticed on your Patreon that you don't do a lot of biceps or ab work. How important do you feel those are? Uh, I do very minimal bicep work. Uh, biceps are important. They're just not. No, way. Important is not the right word. They are. They have a. They're, they're a link in the chain. But they're, but it's not make or break the whole machine. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a smart analogy, and I can't think of one. Biceps are okay. I, if you want, like, I'm trying to get bigger arms, so I'm just trying to, I'm trying to work biceps sometimes, so just to get bigger arms because I want bigger arms, uh, fill up my equipment more. Um, they are a stabilizer muscle on the bench, so I always reference. If you go back and look at my 1350 bench uh, on my Instagram page the one arm that you can actually see in the video uh it's my left arm on the way up if you watch close look on the way up as I'm pressing the weight uh you can actually see my bicep like firing like boom 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 so it's actually doing something it's it's the bicep is involved in some way shape or form so it is it is important i get a lot of bicep stimulation from doing all the heavy back work not that you should be using your biceps to do your back work but you can't turn them off either your biceps are going to be involved so i don't do a lot of direct bicep work because of that abs i just don't fucking do they are fucking important i just don't do them Uh, i need to Uh, i get a lot of my ab stimulation from just uh, not wearing a belt when i do my back work that's enough ab stimulation for me Uh, But they are important. I just don't do them. I need to. Oh, I got a lot of comments here. Let's see. Okay. Alex, last weekend, got to witness Katrina bench 650. Any thoughts of which lady is going to hit 700 first? Wow. That's a loaded question. Let me think. Yes. I Katrina 650 bench at what? 220 or something like that. Um, Yeah. Fucking incredible. Very, very clean. Super happy for her um there are several ladies that could hit 700 pounds right now um Katrina's one of them Rochelle's one of them Rayanne Miller obviously is one of them and I think uh Amber Hansen has the capabilities and the talent to do it as well who will do it first though that's that's the question you asked I I couldn't tell you I I've, I've saw I saw Rochelle do a like a 675 up in lead FTS and training that's fucking a seven plate bench. Like she was right at 700 pounds almost. Um, first, it's going to be whoever attempts it and whoever ha- just happens to get it that day. I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of ladies that could do it. There's a lot of ladies, a um, couple of friends of mine who, um who could do 700, 750. Um, It's just a matter of doing it and training for it. Let's see. What's your absolute number one bench tip? Hmm. Uh, Number one, like only one tip. I don't know. Eat more food. Yep. If you got, if you narrow it down to one, I would, I would say eat more food. I don't think anybody eats enough, including myself, or two, three, <laughs> or top three. Okay. Uh, eat more food, train the reverse grip bench press, and slay the fuck out of your upper back. I'll, I'll, I'll put it at that. I'm sure the next time somebody asks me, that, those answers might change slightly, but yeah, that, those would be my top three. Let's see. Matt Brooks, I know you grab the bar with a close grip and then have your handoff guy uh, push each hand in place. Is there a reason you do it that way? I know most people set one hand themselves and have their handoff guy set their other hand. Because I'm using so much equipment sometimes, and on top of that, like I said, if you are reaching over to grab that bar, I feel like unless you're in a situation like Toby Hurley or William Lee, you're training alone but if you have a spotter if you're reaching over to grab that bar i feel like you're you're getting out of position so when i'm grabbing the bar in the middle with a close grip i used to do it reverse grip like this um and i attain a perfect pinched position i am perfectly pinched i am good to go i don't want to compromise that position by trying to move and grab the bar myself that's why i stay put i plant my shoulder blades i stretch out my back skin I'm planted like a fucking tree. And then I have my guys move both arms because I don't want to sacrifice that perfect starting position. God, my fucking nose. And William Lee is asking Do you ever lower your rack height in heavier attempts because of pad compression? So far, I've not had to. I also use very firm bench pads. We have two custom bench pads that are both 14 inches wide. that are very firm, and I've not had to deal with um, the compression factor. Now, sometimes when we go to rack the weight, the bar will go under the hook, uh, not in the hook. Now, that just is a matter of spotters grabbing the bar, taking the flex out of the bar, and then picking it up, putting it in the rack. So maybe we are experiencing it, uh, the compression factor, but I've not had to lower the rack height because of that. Not yet, anyway. (sighs) And again, William is saying, ideal is having both hands set for you no matter what. Unless you're in that situation, again, if you're living by yourself. Uh, but I will not. If I have a perfect starting position, I'm not going to move. I'm, I'm staying right here, and you move my hands for me. That is what I advocate for. <laughs> Greetings, earthlings, Randy says. Mind if I hang out, learn your ways. Absolutely, let's go. See, prior to stay more even, that's also a reason. Uh, Matt Brooks says, I think Ed Cohen said biceps were like the ornaments on a Christmas tree. He did say that, word for word, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Alex says, okay, we'll try that next time. My handoff guy does help me with my hands, but I might be forcing Yeah, don't try to do it yourself at all. I mean, I'm not saying, like, get loose. It should be as tight as a fucking snare drum, but he has to get your hands out for you. Uh, it's going to be hard for him. Like it should be hard to get your hands out. Like it's it's a struggle, but yeah, let him do that job. God damn. Anyway. Thomas says biceps are like the star peak on a Christmas tree. They look good, but they are not very useful. Also a good analogy. Craig. Hello from Mississippi. 44 years old. Started when I was 22. Took a break due to a, back fusion years ago well that sucks i'm sorry to hear that we'll be doing bench only single ply on july 22nd this will be my first competition competition in a decade holy shit excellent glad to have you on here craig good to go (laughs) i do have to pinch after i grab the bar toby says when he's benching alone that's right one right max against my mobility or lack thereof was the limiting factor See. Oh, Jason, what's going on, man? How to have to, good to have you on here. I got, a, I got fucking terrible allergies. My nose is itching like crazy. Let's see. What's your intake or on chain training? I'm not a huge fan of chains or bands. If I had to make a life or death decision, like you have to choose chains or bands, which one would you choose? I would go with chains because it is actually weight, like chain weight, not band tension right there's a difference between tension and weight um but i last year i think i did two movements that had chains involved in the entire fucking year like two workouts with chains so i'm not big on chains or bands we compete with straight weight we have to get good at lifting straight weight in the gym to prepare for the platform that is my intake on chain weight Toby says 605 caused me to not be able to re-rack in our own in our gym. Ooh shit. It's a lot of weight. See. And then Mike says incline press is going up again. Well, that's good that's a good sign if it's going up. (laughs) And then William says bands and band shirts equals fast problems. Okay, cool. There we go. Sydney, best ways to build my bench. It's my weakest lift. I can go up to 125, but once that plate is on there, it pins me every time. I'd say if it's pinning you, you need more upper back. So train your upper back like a fucking mad person, just like a fucking bodybuilder. Shrugs, a shitload of shrugs, tons of rows, pen laid rows, all the rows you can think of four or five, six sets of eight to 10 reps. I mean, just train like a body, but build the living shit out of your upper back. You have to make a big, strong upper back, which is your base for what you push from. And that's also, um, I forget where I was going with that, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you I, th- I would say if you're getting pinned by only a 10 pound jump, it's your upper back strength. So go with that. You're going to get the back involved in the lift, which is very hard to do, but you can do it. And, uh, also, Uh, triceps. My answer to benching problems is normally either a tricep or a back issue. So I would definitely say upper back. And then uh, Jason says, I'll let you know how that shirt feels when I get it delivered. Please let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes for you. (sighs) Dude. Yeah. Wonder at max. I can't, it's just like, it won't stop. I don't understand. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's just not. It's not going away. Well, thank you. You're, thank you for thank you for the question, Sydney. Signed up for WRPF Nationals. Back on my cold power program next week. Fifteen weeks out. Let's go. Hey, John Marshall. Thank you for hopping on. Good thing WRPF Nationals. You got fifteen weeks. Okay. You got you got plenty of plenty of work you can do in fifteen weeks. Absolutely. Alex says. How do you program the reverse grip bench? I have seen you do it. Oops, I'm going to scroll back up here. Here we go. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've seen you do it working up two singles before getting into the shirt, but do you use it for just one to three reps, or do you also use it for sets six to 12? So I'll tell you this. I use reverse grip bench for everything that's not equipped. I use it for my warm-ups before I bench in the gym. My warm-ups in the meat. I will do like all my rat PRs raw, like three plates, two plates, four plates, all reverse grip, five by fives, board work, Um, slinger work once in a while. Um, I just basically replaced besides the empty bar. I will say that besides the empty bar, if I'm grabbing a barbell for a bench and raw, it is reverse. I just I just plugged it into my entire training. Like, it's, that's the only way I bench raw now. That's it. Besides the empty bar. So that, that's how I program it. I just literally do it for everything. Even at a competition, I will do it on my raw stuff. God damn. <laughs> the algorithm deleted your comment because of a curse word? Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, I need it. Been off for twenty weeks. Okay. Let's see. Thomas, after bench tricep day, ever experienced that you can flex your tricep like at all for the next day, day and a half, or it cramps up in a bad way that's even painful? Be living with that for like three weeks now. I think that just means you're working your. I think that that means you're working your uh, your triceps effectively. I've been there before, and it hasn't happened in a while. Benadryl helps me with the itchy nose, but will make you drowsy. Over-the-counter nose spray helped as well. Yeah, it just it popped up. As soon as I started going live, it started itching. I don't know. It's just fucking insane. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Jason says, I noticed the technique. Using the sled drags on the floor really puts a beating on my triceps. Yeah, dude. Triceps sled death. That's what it's called. Uh, I use that once in a while and my crew fucking loves it because it sucks. It is a hard fucking thing to do. How do you engage your back more on bench? You have to, f- you have to actively flex it. You have to uh, actively like try to pull your elbows in with your lats. It's um, keeping it flat, keeping it flex and engage the entire lift. Uh, it, it's, it's very tricky. It's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to uh, explain. It's more like you have to be in person to show you, uh, but you, it, it is possible to do. It took me a long time to learn it how to do it effectively. Something in the room? No, not nothing. Nothing's in the room. It's just, it's literally just like the rim of, my, you can see where I'm fucking scratching it right here. Just like the rim of my nose right here has an itch that just won't fuck off. I just, I don't know what it is. It's just that one spot. It's not like I'm not getting, like, congested. I'm not draining. It's just like I have an itch right fucking here, and it won't go away. I don't fucking know what the fuck's going on. Uh, Skylar Foster says, do you lift your head off the bench? Most of my bench work was with with the dumbbell DB, so it wasn't a big deal. But now, as I get closer to 405, I notice I... Low tension to my upper back, when my head keeps wanting to rise. I raise my head, or I try to raise my head. I'm arching so much and driving my traps into the bench that I almost can't raise my head, but I am actively trying to do that. I'm trying to actually raise my head and watch the barbell come down. Um, but again, because I'm arching, I'm a lot bigger than I used to be, and I'm arching so much that I can't always raise my head effectively, but I am trying to do it, yes. That's how I bench. That's how I was taught to bench by Tracy Weiler and Adam Hicks. Wondermax says, my question was, if you saw my football bar uh, flat-footed debut, um, any critique? My ass, rear end, hella came off the bench. Despite focusing on pushing back instead of ups, my mobility might have been the issue or limiting factor. Or maybe just suck it flat-footed. On the toes, I just bench. Just bench all together, he says. Uh, Send it to me, one rep max, so I can look at it. Just DM me. I I might have seen it, but I might have missed it. I don't know. Just send it to me so I can double check and make sure um, that that I know what I'm talking about here. Uh, La, 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 la. My fucking nose. Uh... This is going to sound bizarre, but if you wear a mask, it'll go away. I am not wearing a face diaper, but I appreciate the suggestion. <laughs> J door says you feel the width of the bench itself affects ability for back contraction. Uh, the width of the bench affects the bench completely. If you're using a garbage ass hammer strength bench at a local, like commercial gym or a <laughs> Marine Corps base, then yeah, those are really fucking narrow um, I used to the width of the bench. Yeah, the width. Um, like I said, the the IPA is the only federation so far that has approved a fourteen inch wide pad. That is the that pad should be in every federation or available in every federation. Uh, no, that would probably never fucking happen. But yes, it uh, absolutely affects it. Absolutely, it does. Gung ho, gringo. Crazy, crazy to see how much progress you've made since Fort Lee days. Holy shit! Yeah, that's. Uh, who am I speaking to here? That's, it's been a long time. It's been like four years. (laughs) Thank you though. Nixon, uh, when did you first start powerlifting? I started powerlifting when I was 14 years old or lifting weights, rather 14 years old. Uh, so that was back in 20, sorry, 2004, 2004 is when I started lifting weights. Oh goodness. Got a lot of people, got a lot of traction here tonight. Jesus, I got to catch up. I'm going to try and like hit these questions quick so I can catch up. So just don't mind my short answers. Okay. Alex have been, been having real bad allergy attacks. Have you tried Sudafed works really well and very quick for me. I have an over-the-counter uh, pill plus nasal sprays. It's just, I have an itch right here that's just not fucking off. I just got some things. Check. But how do you feel about the F8 single ply being allowed in the single ply division in the USPA? I don't agree with it. I think it should still be unlimited, but you know, at least they're approved in the, in the USPA. Eric, can you discuss the differences between a regular fit bench shirt, meat fit, competition fit? Sorry if you already covered this. Just hopped on. I it has to do with so you get you order a 48 katana, you can get it as. Um, Regular fit, meat fit competition, which in my mind, meat and competition are the same fucking thing, but I'm not, I'm not from Titan. So that just means like you have three variants on how tight that 48 will fit. 48 regular is just like your bare bone, basic 48 meat fit, competition fit means it's going to fit tighter and tighter and tighter, like two levels above it. Like, you know, one level above it, tighter meat fit, two levels above it, competition fit. It's just how tight they make it based on that size. And yeah, Matt Brooks, I think that's USPC that allows the F8 in the single-play division, not the USPA. Oh, my God. Thank you, RunRipMex. Max. sent it right over. Got it. I'll look at it again. And then Alex says, found out last weekend the USPA does allow F8 for multiply. Also, it should be unlimited, not multiply. But, again, it's USPA, and they are they kind of suck. Big bruh. I just asked if you meet directors for the USPA because they allow the F8 2-4 to four ply and multiply, but I asked if the single ply is allowed now, and I guess they recently approved it. Interesting. USPA, though, right? Matt Brooks, I heard USPA recently allowed ban shirts in their multiply divisions. However, I don't know anyone that competed in multiplayer slash limited that has any desire to compete in the federation anyway. Good fucking point. I don't want to bench on a combo rack with a limited inch wide pad. Because combo racks suck. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. (laughs) And Toby says, band shirt on ER rack will probably make an ER trip. There you fucking go. ER rack means ER trip to the ER. (laughs) That was perfect. That was good shit. Oh, come on. Let's see. There we go. Let's see. Wonder Max, thank you. About the itch, do you shave, trim, wax, pluck your nose, hairs? I do. my. No, it's 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 on the outside. It's, it's right here on the rim. Like on the outside of my nose. Won't stop fucking itching. I don't understand what's going on right now. No, the ER pads are not as wide as a standard comp bench. They are literally 11 inches wide. A standard comp bench is like 12 to 12 and a half. Combo racks have 11 inch wide pads. Yeah. Tell me they're not fucking garbage. And then Eric says, what are your thoughts on the NASA Federation? I think you competed with them a while back. That was my first um, federation competition. Like, it was the NASA NASA high school nationals in Oklahoma City when I was still in high school. Obviously, high school nationals. Um, I only did two of their meets, the high school nationals and then the U.S. nationals in Columbus. I mean, for the time, at the time when I was just – starting they were fine now i'll never compete with them again because they use combo racks of course um well run meets strange divisions power sport, power they have like they have like you have, you have your standard squat bench deadlift you have you know push pull bench only whatever then you have one that's bench power curl deadlift and you have another one that's like Bench power clean squat or bench power clean curl. Strange divisions for power lifting. Now I'm run your Instagram. Williamson, do you only bench or do you, do you fully work out? I work everything. I work top to bottom everything. Joe Hicks, I've noticed that my weight used to touch. With I can hardly touch with my uh with now in my two ply F8. Could it be from going from 255 to 270 in body weight? Uh yeah, it could definitely be the extra 15 pounds you just put on. That's absolutely a reason why. Jader says, Thank you for the bench tip earlier. Well, thank you. Thank you for hopping on here. Well Gomez. I don't know if you remember me, but I was only there for a month until they did the reclass when. They overstaffed the MOS and 40 people left. I don't remember that, but I'm glad you remember me and uh, glad to have you on here as well. Noel. Oh, there's a good one. Skylar Foster says, any federation you refuse to compete in? Some of them are getting really stupid. Ooh, I've got five. <laughs> I'll get to you in just a second. I got to catch up. Taylor's on here. According to USPA, they will be multiplied, will not create a limited class. Of course, USPA would fuck something up. You got nose crabs. I got just a nose itch right here. So, this one's not red, and this one is right here. I don't understand it. Oh, here we, I'm caught up. Cool. How much could you bench in high school? Uh, when I was 17, I got left to a 450 raw. And at 18, I got my first bench shirt. And never looked back. So I think I bench 600 pounds before I left high school. Ask your wife to hand you some lotion to put on your nose. I think I'm fucked right now. I think I just gotta bear through it. Federations I will not compete with. I'm not going to forget that one. Yes, I do have several. I have a list of five. I think it's now. I think it might be six now. Let me let me let me do let me do this. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> USAPL or get the fuck out. <laughs> yes, Dino. Let me. All right, here we go. USAPL. No, no, no. I don't need an explanation for that one. USPA, equally. No explanation needed for that. The NGPF, the Next Generation Powerlifting Federation. It seems like you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want no singlet required you don't have to pause in your chest no press call like get the fuck out of here um there's 3 metal militia Pfft. yeah fucking right and not in this lifetime uh 365 strong i talk about them a lot some of the garbage fucking shit that they allow in, 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 the, in the in the in the sport that's bringing the standard down Yeah, never going to compete with them ever. They have no standard. Fuck that. And Matt Brooks, the NGPF only runs with one judge. Yeah. Jesus. So there you go. Uh, I think that's it. Those are my top five. I feel like I had a sixth one, too, but I can't think. No, that's it. That's it. So to recap. USAPL, USPA, NGPF, Metal Militia, and 365 Strong. SPF? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, SP, I, I've never competed SPF, so I don't really have an opinion about them. WPO, I'd probably compete with. IPF, I follow that under. I know they're they separated now, but USAPL was USAPL, IPF, so that's why I I still categorize them in the same category. Uh, even though I know they're not the same anymore. <laughs> Warrior Powerlifting. Yeah, I've heard that once before. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, what we got here? YouTube, over on YouTube. Let's see. Yeah, Toby, it's a lone sand flea back for revenge. I never hurt the sand flea. They, I don't know what the fuck their problem was. I never killed a single one. As soon as you, you couldn't, you never, you never saw them. They were just, they were just, they would bite you and that's it. You, you never fucking saw them. So weird. I think IPA is equally cool. I do. Yes, I do, William. Um, yeah, but those five, absolute fucking get the fuck out of here. I'll never compete with those. Yeah. Uh, Jason says, when is APF going to support band shirts? Most of the lifters are going to band shirts nowadays. William, do you have an opinion on that? I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I, I say never, but uh, now that I guess Eric Stone is no longer APF affiliated, it might happen now, but who knows? Uh, that's a good question. Matt Brooks, I just remember that issue you had when you were going for that single-ply record. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know what we are what issue you're talking about. What about APF at this current point in time? Um, yeah, probably not. I don't Those, those, That list of five, I have like different reasons for APF, I guess, you know, I don't really, I guess with the, with what, what, with what happened with what goob, uh, exposed and everything with that one guy. uh, Um, but, uh, I don't know. I don't have a bad opinion about the APF besides the bad shit that happened like that should never have fucking happened. <laughs> never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dave Hoff isn't a fan of the band shirts and now is the AP is on the APF board. If it never happens, that's fine. Don't let it let it not happen. You know, let, let it be that one fed that just doesn't allow them. And that's that's fine. You know, let just let let's let poly shirts rain. And that, that's cool. You know. If you want to compete in Banchards, go somewhere else. If you want to compete, we'll call it the traditional way. You have a you have an outlet right there. APF. Let's see. Got a lot of oof. Fuck. Let's see here. Uh, WRPF. I assume because they don't allow wide benches yet. Um, I I do think they are getting rid of the combo racks. I just don't know about what what they're. I'm not. I'm just not on. I I have no idea what the WRPF is doing. <sighs> They technically allow the band shirts because they just because they don't explicitly ban them. Yeah. (laughs) USAPL and USPA are the only ones in the Dakotas at this point drives me crazy. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Oh, boy. William says, I will say APF was issue was one gem, but never a fed issue like uspa yeah i mean it was one yeah one thing came out it was one issue it should never have happened but the uspa was like everywhere very different (laughs) uh kyle says bill carpenter i know that name uh puts on awesome meets with the upa fed they allow banchers i I did a upa meet up in uh oh boy up in Menor, ohio who's the guy son of a bitch he was a lifter. He was a meat promoter. He, he left power thing. He became a monk. I'm not shitting you. That's a true story. What was his damn name? He was in Ohio. Better Ohio. Oh. He literally became a monk. Oh, shit, I'm not going to remember his name. Who the fuck was that? He was He was a weird dude, too. I don't know. I'm not going to remember. Uh, Zuki says, I can only imagine how bad the metal militia fed is having seen their antics when I was a teen. Yeah, there you go. Matt Brooks, there was an eight, there was an SPF meet in Virginia beach where they wouldn't let anything, but a 45 pound bar. Oh, that, oh, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That situation was SPF, right? It's an SPF meet. Multiply friendly. I called, they're allowing, they're going to have a monolift for the squat. They're gonna use a combo rack for the bench, and then you know, floor for the deadlift. And I called. And I said, "Hey, like, I'm trying to. You're, you're really close to me. I, I live like two hours away. I'm trying to achieve my first thousand pound bench. It was my for my first thousand pound bench. Um, I said, you know, is there any chance in hell you're the SPF? Like, could you just swap out that combo rack for a for a real bench, like an actual standard bench?'" And the meat director was a chick. She said, yeah, that's that's fine. We can do that for you. Like, if you're going to come and try to bench 1,000 pounds. I said, okay, I have another question for you. <coughs> I said, uh, "I said, what kind of bar are you going to use? She goes, oh, we're going to use a standard 45-pound power bar. I'm like, oh. Well, mm. I said, what if I bring what, my, my saber-tooth bar? I said, everybody could use it. The whole meat could use it. It's a 55-pound uh, bench specialty bar because a 45-pound power bar is probably going to whip a lot and she texted me back the other the other day and said, "Oh, we're not going to allow that because the the meet promoter, I think it's that Jesse, said that he's worried about like the other lifters not being used to a 55 pounds bar, with, it would like mess him up." I'm like, "Okay, well, thank you for your time." So yeah, never went back. That's my only interaction with the SPF was that 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 conversation. So I never never looked another eye towards him. Skyler has power to become too pretty feels like these feds again, the stupid ones want to put NFL or NBA level restrictions on lifters. Like we're millionaires when we're literally spend money to compete. I don't know. I don't, I just, I just, I'm just a competitor like everybody else. And I go where I'm where I need to go to be successful. So I am not going to show up to a USPA meet. I am not going to show up to a three, six, five strong meet. I have standards, and I have a reputation. I'd like to think that my reputation is good in the sport uh, for getting clean lifts passed, and I don't want on my record going to a garbage-ass fucking meet and having uh, a garbage lift passed, or having that on my record. You know, I don't want to be known as that guy that gets bullshit passed. So, yeah, I don't know what this whole we're trying to say they want to put NFL or NBA level restrictions on lifters. Like we're millionaires. So again, I just don't, I just go where I know it's not going to be fucking stupid. So again, I'm not going to go to the USPA. I'm not going to go to these other feds because again, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to give them my money because I don't support them. They don't support me. Um, I had a meat director, a USPA meat director in Cleveland I'm not gonna remember her name, but I went up there and I had one of the worst experiences I've ever had my entire competitive career. It was my first meet out of retirement. Um, I think I was still in the Marines. Yeah, still in the Marines, active duty. I was coming out of retirement, I was trying to bench a thousand pounds. Went up there, I didn't know my lesson yet. I just I didn't know I didn't understand what was going on yet. I didn't learn my lesson. It was a USPA meet up on the Great Lakes. There was 10 platforms. You didn't hear that wrong there was 10 platforms actively going that day. Yes, there was 10. Um, <laughs> Jesus. And I was going to bench. My opener was nine fourteen or something, you know, combo rack. Of course, again, I hadn't learned my lesson yet. And they told me, Hey, you can't have a three man handoff. We don't allow those. I was like, well, that's interesting. Come opening at 914 pounds. So we get up there. My guy tries to hand off 914 pounds by himself. Can't do it. So some meat director and some judge jump in to do a three man handoff. And I missed the lift. I was I don't know what the fucking problem was. <clears throat> and uh, I get up off the bench and the judge comes running over. Hey, man. Hey, man, that's a lot of weight. You can have your own guys hand off to you. That's fine. I'm like, well, no shit. But I was told a second ago that you don't allow three man handoffs in your federation. So the next lift was 953, I think. And I had two of my own guys, one in the middle, one on the side of some random guy who decided to help on the spot. So 953, my middle guy and my one side guy lift the weight that starts coming out. And his side, the other guy side who volunteered to help, the, his bar, his side is still sitting in the rack. And, like, his hand slipped. So he gives He gives the bar the old choke hold, like, literally does this with the bar and lifts it out with his elbow. So the bar's, of course, uneven. And that fucked up the entire lift. Only on my 1,004 attempt, my third and final attempt, did I have a full three-man handoff crew um, that could hand off that much weight. And, of course, I think I dumped it over my head or something stupid, but... Um, <laughs> and luckily katie saw that the face savers were too low and she made the suggestion that we raise them because they weren't using them the entire meat like they weren't even raising them up and down they're just sitting down at the lowest position so if we raised them and i dumped the weight over my head and it landed on the face saver so luckily that was a good call on katie's part um and she had and the, the meat director's wife had some really coarse words for me because i went online posted about my failure of the day and People were asking, like, well, what happened? What was going on? So, well, there was a little bit of this or some there was some fuckery going on with the handoff situation. And because I said some fuckery going on with the handoff situation, which there was, she had a fucking problem with me and started braiding me online. And like you, if you don't, if you know our rules, and if you don't like them, you shouldn't even compete here. You, you should go somewhere else and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, absolutely. Fuck that Federation. Like out out the wazoo, out the out the window. So that was my, one of my final experiences with that federation, <laughs> you know, so that's, that was a long story, but, oh Christ, I am behind, let's see, yeah, yeah, Croc, Croc, yeah, uh, runs a good meetup in uh, UPA in Michigan, like Detroit, I think, right, let's see, What's your opinion on the Lico bars, for example, or something similar? Asking, because here in Europe, I highly doubt they will ever allow anything like Sabertooth, F8, etc. for bars. And then Toby says, Sportcraft, yeah, Sportcraft is in Finland, yeah. And Thomas says, <clears throat> Finland is on the border with Russia, so quite an ass distance away from Western Europe, and my country only owns... Only knows IPF, IPL, that's it, yeah. Well, is a good choice. You're just going to pay for it. It's They're expensive. You're paying for the name, basically. It's just a fucking bar. Because it says elico, it's really expensive. I don't know. <clears throat> Skyler says, restrictions being too pretty. Example. Saying that your equipment is the wrong brand and it's not approved, so go buy new everything because this company sponsors the meat. Yeah, that's crap. That's fucking ass right there. Um, the fact that these federate, these companies have to pay like tens of thousands of dollars to get their stuff, IPF approved or approved in this federation, dude, oh, that's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Nope. I, I, I don't lift, I don't lift where things are stupid. I'm sorry. I have been in the sport for, uh, competitively for 15 years and and like literally in a couple of days, marked my 15th year, like competing. I've been lifting weights for 19 years on the exact same day, so uh, yeah, I, I just I just don't go. You know, if I have to travel to do that, then I will. I'll make it happen. You know, Anderson Anderson will make it happen. So no, I, we just don't we just don't live where there's a lot of drama. It's just it's everywhere in life in any sport you're gonna have drama no matter what. It's just it's just the way life is because we're all human. You know. Thomas says, "No kidding for the name part. Same for ATX now and another brand doubled their prices. Basically, with the new IPF rules on equipment starting January first of 2024. Good grief! IPA doesn't do that. Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't require. Uh, they don't require um, uh, companies to pay tens of thousands of dollars to get their stuff approved. Nope." Doesn't happen to the IPA. Not shameless. That's, uh, yeah, shameless, yes. That's a good That's a good plug. Yeah. Plug for me, anyway. We're going to get to the end here. Uh, I want to just mention Anderson Powerlifting again. I've talked about them quite a bit, of course. Got the t-shirt, got the banner. Uh, Anderson Powerlifting, your best place to go buy a bench shirt, squat suit, deadlift suit, pair of wraps, knee wraps, uh, elbow sleeves, knee sleeves, chalk, ammonia, anything you can think of, powerlifting related. Go visit AndersonPowerlifting.com. Anything on the store is 10% off if you use code. Kolb Strong, K-O-L-B Strong, one word. Uh, that's a ten percent discount for the customer. That is not a commission thing for me. Just a just a uh, discount for the for you. Uh, also Patreon, Patreon. I load every single one of my workouts up five, sometimes six days a week, mostly five. Uh, every workout I do in the gym goes on Patreon uh, every day. Uh, ten bucks a month. Okay. If you want to see what I'm, if you want to see what I do in the gym, it leads up to these big bench presses. Patreon's a place to go. $10 a month. Colbstrong at patreon.com. Uh, I also do YouTube members. Same thing, $10 bucks a month. Uh, just a different platform. If you don't want to f- go on to Patreon, that's fine. YouTube members, same thing, $10 bucks a month. You can see everything I do in the gym uh, with commentary over top of it, all the editing, all that good stuff. Of course, uh, Patreon and YouTube members also get early access to any video I do put up on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, which is just Colbstrong. Um... So, you get early access to those videos. <clears throat> How much trend are you running? None. Um, so, that's again, Patreon, 10 bucks a month, YouTube members, 10 bucks a month. Uh, last plug, of course, is the Kolbstrong Scholarship Foundation, our nonprofit organization, our verified 31OC, I think that's what it's called, uh, nonprofit organization, where we are raising uh, thousands of dollars for the young and up and coming generation of powerlifters. So ages 13 to 23, for every thousand dollars we raise, we cut checks, okay, at the beginning of every year. So we raise money via uh, donations and also uh, what are those things called, Uh, events. (laughs) We do events, we do fundraisers, okay. And uh, right now in the month of May, we're about to hit June, we're at about $2,000. So at the beginning of January, however much we raise, uh, we have these young kids submit forms from the first to the 31st. And then we also have a board of people, including myself, my wife, and a few others that go through, we sift through all of them, find the ones who need that money the most, make a decision. And we cut checks, thousand dollar checks to the young kids. So there you go. Coltrane scholarship foundation, of course, let's see. It's going to make sure we're getting last minute questions here. Yeah, guys. And yeah, Toby, the banner did not go pre-order live yet because we just, we've just we had a rough week, Toby. So that will go live either tomorrow or Tuesday. <clears throat> when it does go live, we'll make an announcement on Instagram uh, for the Colp Strong Scholarship banner of the flags. Yes, it didn't go live. supposed to go live last week, and it didn't, but just the way it works sometimes. But Okay, guys, uh, it's been a while. It's been almost an hour and a half. I do want to hop off here. So... Have a good rest of your night. Again, join me uh, next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Benching and Bullshitting. This has been episode 44. Thank you for hopping on here, and uh, we will see you next time. Have a good night.